Hello and welcome to a Paradise Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan and I'll be your storyteller and editor for this episode. This game you're listening to is a collaborative effort between us here at A Pair of Dice Lost, the crew of Sponsored by Nobody, and Holden Shearer. You can find the At The Table full session experience at sponsoredbynobody.podbean.com, and the newest version of Exalted vs. World of Darkness can be found at holdenshearer.wordpress.com. Links as always will be in the show notes. On this episode, Layla deals with End of Sadness's pants issue, the Viator makes a decision, and after a trip, Rigel plans the next course of action. This is Exalted vs. World of Darkness, City of the Bull God, Season 2, Episode 48. Mithras will remember that. Brendan, as the storyteller. As Sir Rigel Star, the Celestial Sensor, a Solar Twilight. Devin, as End of Sadness, of the Infernal Exalted. Holden, as Layla Church, of the Infernal Exalted. Sam, as Rowan, of the Gatimian Exalted. They're like, Haha, yeah. yeah, and you know now we got a uh, got the got the roadie squad over here as they uh, they point over to the anarchs who were kind of playing security, who are talking to someone uh, that they're kind of in a semicircle around, who's uh, if I recall being a little bit loud. Yeah, those are all vampires. Be fucking careful around them. They are. Completely naked, covered head to toe, carry style in blood, have a new hole in their chest with a new patch over it, and have given themselves a uh, one of those fade half side buzz cuts to reveal part of their head has been shaved down and has a constellation of metal studs installed and a robot eye. And they're just talking, hand gesticulating, and like yelling at the the anarchs and like going over stuff. The building your bar is next to has a hole in the wall, and there's like melted slag of machinery oozing out of it. Ah, oh, Jesus fucking Christ, I could have gone the rest of my life without seeing that. Alright, that let's... not have been if, clearer, right? Lads, you have a mission. I don't care where you get it, but go out, get, but scour the building, and come back... Layla's just turned around, she's got her eyes squeezed firmly shut. Scour the building, find a pair of pants someone isn't already wearing, and bring them back here, please. You got it. <laughs> Someone goes off and gets gets a pair of pants for uh brand of sadness. Wep. So I've been clear, right, Anner? Yeah, yeah. You, you, you're you know clear. what I want. You you understand the consequences for not following these very specific instructions, right? I understand that if I don't if I don't do these very specific instructions of getting you human sacrifices of someone who fucking deserves it. Uh-huh. I'm going to become a fucking uh Harlan Ellison, I have no mouth and I'm a scream monster. Simpler, much simpler, Anner. If you bring me a human sacrifice that didn't deserve it, you magically, through the power of transubstantiation, become someone who deserves it. Now, I'm not telling you this is a threat. That's just how the logic of this works, okay? It's the transferableness of magic. So please, I'm begging you because you're my friend. Don't fuck me on this. Don't be secretly working against me the whole time like the stars and everyone else are. Not the stars, the people. You don't know the people, stars. I don't know why I'm talking to you about them. I mean in the <laughs> sky, watching me. Don't betray me like they did. Existence is a prison. 
So, you know, don't be secretly fucking me over. Just get the people Listen, you need. Okay? Boss. We're good? Yeah. End of sadness. Boss. Yes. yes. I respond well to both of those words. You got us way more power than uh, me and any of my uh, previous leaders for the Anarch Revolution have gotten us in like a matter of months. Why would I fuck you over? It's not going to my head. No, no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just looking out for you. And you know, I can't you, help it. I just pulled that thing out of the, the slag there, and my blood is on fire. Oh God! It's, it, end of sentence is running a fever. Like they're auto, they're visibly sweating and crying. So it's, it's the, it's the, it's the, it's the, it's the, it's the, the what do you call it? Come on, Anna, you got to know this. What, what do you, what do you British people do when you're bored and you can't get high anymore? You like put a screwdriver in your head to get high all the time, right? It's throwing me all off. Trepananan, trepana, tranazapana, truzaplan, trepanning. I'm just trepanning a bit. Just, 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 just make sure it's fine. It, it, it just, it's good. We're good. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. I figured out the solution. It's going to be great. Okay. You know, you know, Anna, Listen, you know, Anna, worry. I, look, we've at, got look, it. We're going we're, we're to punch our way back into hell, Anar, and that requires a lot of sacrifices. There are changes coming and they're heralded by, by heralds that have no name and it's going to be great. Okay. I, we will I, end I, this I, sad existence. Absolutely. I believe, I believe in you, boss. Don't worry. We're just give us a few hours. I am almost positive that, uh, there's at least someone who has tried to ten. put something in at someone's least ten drink. Someone's. At least ten. Okay, I'm sure that in in the bar scene on a Saturday night, there are at least ten someones who deserve this. Good, good, perfect, oh. excellent. That's great. Good, great, perfect, excellent. Have someone clear up this mess. It's so radioactive. <laughs> I can't believe. I can't believe they just let me do this stuff and no one stops me. <laughs> Am I in the simulation the, still? And you tell the me, entire right? you the tell entire band right? the entire band stares at the mess and then kind of backs away from where it is and it's like, oh, we don't want we don't want radioactive cancer. You you tell me though, right? You tell me if this was still the dream, right? Yeah, yeah, no, no, no worries, boss. I totally tell you. Okay, perfect. Well, yeah. love you. Not dream. Yeah, uh, you. You too? Finger guns? Bye. Where are the fucking pants? Uh, uh Patty has Patty has brought ever has brought end of sadness pants. Oh hey Patty, it's Patty. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, nice, nice to see you. Uh, pa- Patty's yeah. eyes are closed and like looking away. What are you And like doing? just kind of handing you a pair of bell bottoms. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing this. I'm not, I'm not, I can't, I can't, I yeah, can't. No, right no, you're doing I this. Have, I only have so many spoons, okay? Listen. So, I'm almost on listen, the way buddy, out, by the way. Don't worry buddy, about it. Buddy, you're going to put on the pants or I'm going to tape the pants to you. It's your choice. Well, if you're going to tape them to me, fine. Just don't interrupt my, my, I don't, I don't know what's next. Are they going to bring the sacrifices tonight? No, it has to be later. It needs to be, I'll call her. You know what, Patty? I'm going to call her. And that's great. You give my love to Layla. I'll see you later. I Lay- get Layla's home. right. Nate, Layla's right yeah. here. What are you doing here? Oh, shit. Look at that. I think I should have put on a pair of fucking pants so I don't have to see her cool hanging out in the middle of my gig. I don't. I don't. I don't. What, what are you doing here, buddy? You're not supposed to be here. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> after you cover that up. Why are you here? I got I can't. I can't do this. I'm going to head on out, though. Love I'm working. You're doing music. 
Love that you're working. That's what you need. Nothing more punk than working, right? Bang, finger guns. That's our casual conversation. <laughs> Why aren't you in hell? I am, Layla. I am. Can't you see? I'm in hell. <laughs> and now, so are we all. Oh, no. It's so sad that I'm around and your life's worse. Oh, no. At this point, the band has gotten together and found a roll of duct tape and uh, duct taped some pants onto uh, onto End of Sadness. Yeah, yeah, watch out for the blood. Don't be a baby. That's not people's. It's people. We're, it's just my blood, okay? Don't be we're, we're not about it. We're not worried about the blood, bro. We just... We just don't want you, Have you going to talk? prison. I'm ignoring you guys. Ah, prison. I'd like to see them try. I'd flay their families. Anyway, Layla, have you been talking to, 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 to Rowan? Have you talked to Rowan lately? He had a play date a little while ago. We went to his hell and there was a friend there. They hung out, talked about a country that didn't exist. Some fucking weirdo place called France. It's wild. Bad slap happy gym there. Can you imagine our boy just going out there making friends? Get one of the other bands to cover our next set. I will be back as soon as I can, all right? They all give you a thumbs up and uh, go in and go and get free drinks from Millie. And you know, and you know, his friend his friend believes and has all the same weird stuff that our world has. You know, they got cryptids, they got dinosaurs, they got all of that. What's that noise? What are you doing? Are you using a sound of Layla calling uh calling Rigel? Anyway, I gotta go, so I'll see you later. Bye bye. And Anastas turns around and starts like pushing against the wall where the nuclear waste is to like slowly vanish. Okay. That Lila is holding them by the shoulder. I can just leave. I can just use my charm and leave. Bye. I choose not (laughs) to take you. I'll see you in hell. (laughs) And he's still there. (laughs) So I'm out. Okay. Are you? Spent will PowerPoint to get an automatic success on my leaving charm. Okay. <laughs> okay. You leave successfully and don't take Layla with you. Nope. It was weird though. So, um, Layla, you go back in and, uh, after a little bit, after the band's got a little bit more drinks in them, they play another set. Could you give me, if you don't mind, my favorite role to ask for, which is perception and alertness. I refuse. All right, what's the fucking difficulty? God damn it. Uh, difficulty is going to be a six. Standard. As you're just kind of watching over the crowd. That would be a fat fucking zero successes, thanks to the, our good friend, the rule of ones. Okay. Oh, no. I'm not there, and I can't use the word. It's, it's a pretty fucking intense mosh pit. And honestly, you know what? You played that cover of Battery really well. You deserve that kind of mosh pit. Damn right. Now, now I got to go and listen to Battery after this game. Yeah, it's been so long. Sh- you got to have strong wrists for that one. Yeah, you do. Uh, is there anything else you would like to do with your downtime, uh, Layla Church? Anything else that uh, is important that you want to investigate or anything else? Well, at this point, I do need to get in touch with Rigel uh, because we've got we appear to have a tweaking uh, hell bastard, uh, possibly on the loose in London, melting things. Mm, that is fair. Uh, so, in that case, then a uh, surgery on their face. So, yeah. 
<laughs> so, uh, my original plan was to have us go uh, you and then end the sadness in hell and then Rigel, but I mean, we can always uh, intersperse a little bit of Rigel here and there. So, I mean, we don't uh, need to play that out. It'll just be a situation update unless... Okay, yeah. If it's, inter- if it's just there's going to be anything particularly noteworthy and, you know, Rigel's response has been fucking great, you know? Don't worry, I'll prepare a self-destruct mechanism on the heart in case he goes nuclear. There we go. <laughs> yeah, the heart don't do anything until you turn it into a thing until I give you my soul, jackass. <laughs> you, you, you don't have the negotiations already on your side just yet. You have to actually negotiate. Huh. So... Layla continues to play, and uh, Unlawful Carnal Axe entertains the greater London area for a time. But the weight of the knowledge of what Millie has told you will probably weigh fairly heavily on Layla uh, going forward. No, Jesus, someone's blackmailing her friend. Uh, taking she the is, camera. She is not. She has not yet encompassed the idea that there's something out there nasty enough to be really genuinely frightened by. Oh. Nothing yet has forced them to ha- to have that response yet. Mm. Uh, if we only had um, the feed power of breaking deals, the it's all handy right now. Qu- actually, real quick question, so I know who should make this role. Uh, is Rigel? staying on Mars with his stuff or is Rigel staying on Earth with uh, the thing that you had planned for? I mean, probably some of it will involve Mars because, hey, there's a lot of people to uplift into majors there, but from what I heard, there will also be you know, every now and then he'll be on Earth to encounter those people he already uplifted singing old same thing. Okay. <laughs> that that's totally fair. Um, I'd say that uh, if between uh, the basically the the two months ish that I kind of feel like downtime takes place in, or maybe more, um, if Rigel is getting like updates and like news and everything, if you could just if you three that aren't end of sadness could give me, let's say wits. And alertness rolls. What do you know? It's the exact same fucking dice pool. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, difficulty six. Watch! I get a point of limit for the first time in the campaign. Finally. Holy shit. Uh, I don't care. Everything for me is intelligence academics. 13 successes. <laughs> Did you say alertness sure. or awareness? Alertness. Okay, thank you. I also botch. <laughs> okay. Wait so. a second. Would uh, would you say the situation Millie described herself being in would... I don't know. I don't know if that counts. My limit trigger is witnessing the mighty abusing the weak, which somehow we have not actually like run into very much this you guys haven't. You guys haven't witnessed it so much as have just learned that people who are mighty... <laughs> Technically, the Dragon Kings from like season one were being abused by Nazis, but like that was something just we kind of heard a- about and we didn't actually see it. Well, I mean, you just kind of assume the Nazis are going to abuse everyone, so yeah, I mean, they're fucking Nazis. 
Like, I'm not going to... Usually the mighty abusing the weak is something we're doing, so... (laughs) Um, You know what? Considering the way that Millie was talking and specifically mentioned that, uh, like, out of character, I'll let you know, she has a... What is it? A gash? A gaius? I don't know how how to pronounce that Gaelic term, but she has the max level version of that from Mithras that will basically make her explode if uh, if she goes against it. So I would say that is mighty abusing the weak. Cute. Okay. So two of you botched the news. Perfectly fine. Good. Every article in the tabloids that you've been reading does nothing but tell you that the world is great. Nostradamus was always wrong. The British royal family has found immortality. Well, that's definitely not things going good. What the fuck? <laughs> and they've decided to give the secret to it to to the common folk. And also dragons are real. That Christian Bale uh movie Reign of Fire just totally a documentary. Excellent. There you go. That's your botch. So on the literally exact opposite side of this coin with 13 successes. Rigel is catching up on er, London happenings to make sure that his stock portfolio and his wealth is not draining. Looks at the entertainment page and finds that there have been a few very deadly incidents of moshing happening, specifically around the local London cover band, Unlawful Carnal Acts, including very big fans of the band getting broken necks, uh, multiple broken ribs, and at one point, at least five people in the last month getting thrown from the tops of buildings to their death. They are all presumed suicides. But things are inconclusive from what that you've read. So, with that knowledge out of the way, we are going I'm to swing going this. To pick the living shit out of End of Sadness next time I see them. I actually <laughs> don't think this is me this time. I actually don't think that's him. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he's related somehow. It all ties back to him. We're going to swing the camera from you all checking the news. To a certain person who had lost multiple limbs going to Italy to talk to a Giovanni. Xavier Simpson, the Tremere Primogen, stands up on barely working legs as as words flood into his mind. And he looks to the sky and he says, <laughs> you know what? You're right. Fuck it. I'm not doing this. And as soon as that his mind is made up that he's not going to go and try to find 
people in other hells to bring them to the hell of other people. He is engulfed in a radioactive fire that sends him to the bad part of the hell of other people. There we go. So, if you want to know where they are, they have a mechanical gantry around their body, holding them suspended over a cartoonishly large metal cauldron full of boiling green radioactive sludge in the middle of a void full of, like, you know, machinery and superstructures. He looks scared for a moment and then smiles looking down at it and looks around and starts yelling, Where are you, End of Sadness? I have a message. Where are you? So that's going to echo... Uh, artificially, like speakers all over this place, including in their own head, are going to start playing that over and over on repeat as lights start flicking on on these towers. As there's like power, like Jupiter flux on lightning going between them and screens start appearing everywhere and there's movement in the background. Thunderous movement as something gets closer to the cauldron. 15 feet tall, made of stacks of raw iron and metal and machinery and looking like it's rotting and falling apart. The Viator, it marches up directly to Xavier, looks them down with its seven eyes that all look in different directions, and says, in here, with us. You're not... End of Sadness. You said you had a message. For End of Sadness, not... He motions with shoulder bones? As best as you can motion with as restrained li- limbs and or lacks of limbs. I'm not going to explain to the learned man how a seed and a tree come from the same source. Now, you had. My maker. Creator. No. Mm, boss. Fire. <laughs> the one who orders me. The one who will bring about heaven wants you to know that he appreciates the smoke screen that you gave him to let the cult of the bull run rampant in the London area. But now that you've decided to bite off more than you can chew, like a poor, uninterested cow chewing cud, you should make sure to get out of his way. Because if you don't, he'll show you what hell really looks like. And this, and he like stares down at the cauldron. (laughs) This is but a fraction. Is that the entirety of your mess? He looks confused that you didn't respond back with a in fear or anything like that. Uh, he He's very used to, uh, I guess, when he gives a speech like that, uh, getting some kind of response. Y- yes? Excellent. I have to say that I do concur, Xavier. The mutual arrangement your master and I had has reached its natural conclusion, and it is time for them to flourish. That is logical, and that is the way things must be. But I have a question, Xavier. How do I know that this threat is credible? Could you assist me? How do you know? Yes. 
Excellent. Xavier, and that's when the monitors start showing up. All the monitors, by the way, like the screens here have like one image and it's static and a human eyeball, but different human eyeballs like looking. And when they make noise or speak, the eyeballs tremble like audio waves to show that they're speaking. Xavier, how long have you been a vampire? 500 years. Xavier, in the following scale, would you say you're the most powerful vampire of your type in the city of London, the British Empire, the continent Britain resides on, or the world? Up to at least the continent that, Brit that Britain resides on. You are a type of vampire that knows magic. Is this correct? Yes, thaumaturgy is the most powerful form of magic, as it draws upon the essence of life itself. Excellent. Out of the type of vampires that can master this rare and unique talent, where would you put yourself in that hierarchy? Second from the top. Excellent. Now, how many lives have you directly controlled, enslaved, dominated, or had ruled under you in an average any one time? Would you say it was in the hundreds, thousands, hundreds of thousands, or millions in your 500-year career? Um, tens of thousands. Perfect. Can we now establish then, Xavier, that you are a powerful vampire who has ruled this world in the shadows, making the cattle flee from you in terror, and are a formidable creature? Listen, if no, you're going to... Please continue and answer the question. I answered yours. I was just going to ask if you're going to stroke me off like this, at least give me a little bit of fun. But yes, I would say I am that powerful. Excellent. So we can take your word in this situation as something of an eye expert witness, correct? You're an academic, a learned man, experienced warlord, and a dark creature of the night who knows whose power knows no bounds against anyone but, say, the group of individuals who recently defeated you. Correct. Perfect. What you did was a fluke, but... <laughs> yes, absolutely. Gesturing to the eyes. So Xavier, how dire of a threat is this master of yours? Would you be able to defeat them? No. Comparing you, being the second most powerful vampire that's a wizard on the continent, or bar none, where would this master of yours rank on a worldwide scale, would you put them above the stars, your rivals? Who, I might add to the audience, are the kings of Mars. Yes. yes. Excellent. So, as we can clearly see, your master is powerful, unstoppable. What are their plans for the world? How would they punish me? How would they strike against me? Th they plan to create heaven in opposition of the hells mutually assured annihilation this. excellent a doomsday i concur this sounds like a very dire threat indeed it sounds like i would be destroyed and my worshipers and everyone i hold dear slain under the cruel boots of tyranny correct there is no tyranny by by the freedom that mithras would give to everyone in this world in its pitiful existence Freedom is tyranny. The, the first and most important enslaver is ourselves. Free will is a prison. But that is a debate for another time. Suffice to say, your master is powerful, capable, and coming for us if we dare defy them. So my question is this. Why 
Who really attacked the Gamma Cave? Did you do it of your own volition, out of a misguided aim to uh, take revenge on your mage rivals, or were you ordered to by your master? I was ordered to by my master. So, Mithras has already started struck the first blow. Humanity has already started the assault in this war. Perfect. Well, that covers everything then. Listeners, the cult of Typhon is in danger. Does that not sound like it? And all those voices start screaming. Yes. Here in paradise and back on Earth, they are being subjugated to assault and torture by a monster more powerful than this vampire, a creature that has ruled the world in spite for centuries. Mithras also launched an unprovoked attack against you, hurting people that did not deserve it. And judging by the state of this poor creature, they do not treat their subjects as they treat themselves. So I ask you audience, does this sound like a merciful world? I'm talking to the cult, by the way, here in hell, they're watching through those screens. There is a resounding uh, sound of no, no, no. What is the symbol of Typhon? They just chant, mercy, mercy, mercy. My dear worshippers, my beloved charges, we must take action. And only your begging and your prayer can stir the confused heart of your conduit. Rouse them from their slumber and have them set their sights on this world. There are changes coming. Before there was anything, there was nothing. And before there was nothing, there was us. Gesturing to the vampire and the person they represent. Call for your conduit. Call for us to export the mercy here to the living world. You do not understand what Mithras brings. Thank you, understanding a freedom. Thank you, Xavier. I really do appreciate the lengths you and your master went to make sure this cooperative endeavor fulfilled itself. I look forward to seeing what the next stages bring. I would say to send your best, but... You will not be returning to your master at this juncture. So. And then they just turn around and walk away as they get dipped into the lava. As they're being dipped into the lava, you, before they scream, they yell out, If my master succeeds, I will come back tenfold and more stronger than The Viard of Null Space now having context for a war on Earth, will go back to their throne, sit down, plug in, and simply wait for the timer to run out. The timer that's on every screen in the background of Hell, waiting for five days to run down. So, with that moment out of the way, as things are revealed a little bit more to End of Sadness, as those couple of days go by, We swing the camera away from Earth, away from everything else, to wherever that Rigel is. Be it in the Star's Manor or on Mars. Uh, Where where do we find Rigel? Dealer's choice, I'm fine either way. Okay. Let's say that you're uh, at Doistep 
uh, with your family, uh, unveiling the, uh, did you actually make that, uh, that, that wonder or that, uh, what is it called? I can't remember the exact thing. The splendor, the splendor. I mean, that, I, that, that makes mages. I need, you know, an exalted soul for that. And I guess, you know, I wouldn't be carrying my own yet. That comes oh later. yeah. Okay. So you have not made that just yet. Okay. Well, you know, he can make the mages himself by, you know, using that. You can be more charm. So, um, you've used that charm. You could uh, use your own soul, as far as that goes. You could, you could use your yeah, own yeah. soul if you wanted. But I, I feel like you don't want to, because then, you, you know, then we're not going to have your lovely presence for the rest of the game, or you're going to have to make a whole new character. I mean, no. I doesn't use it up. That doesn't kill it. you. It doesn't kill you. You just Wait, use what? your soul to make a splendor, and it's in the splendor, and you own the splendor, so you can't be controlled by it. If you ever lose the splendor, they have control over you, but you can only lose a splendor if you willingly give it away or fucking die. So if you die, it doesn't goddamn matter anyway. No. Yeah. Every exalt has one free exalt quality splendor just waiting to carve their soul up into. You know, like that, you know, cult classic. Like uh, Beast Wars, where you know, Megatron carves out the soul of your know, Rampage, and Rampage is still around. Yeah, you can do that to yeah, yourself. Pete, that's a really good analogy to use. It's top <laughs> tier, top shelf. Wow, you used a Dinobot <laughs> two reference. I'm 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 blown away by this. <laughs> um, do you does Rigel use his own soul to make a splendor to make mages? I mean, I think we had a better idea of you know where that soul could come from, so might might as well just leave it for that. Fair enough. Yeah. Besides, I'm not sure. I forget what the braiding was on that thing, but I'm not sure you can actually start with one powerful enough to get there. No, I mean we have enough of. Uh, we have enough spare parts. Kalos and Sonia. Okay. Plus, again, I'm going to point this out. Like the the requirement for um, for the splendors is it's like one to five dots, right? And dot four and five have to be secret special souls. Here's the deal: if I'm an exalt dude and I'm crafting a splendor and I'm building a one dot and I use a super special soul like an ancient vampire to do it for like the level one, I'm not going to say it's wasted. I'm going to go to the GM and go, no, 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 I needed two special souls to get up to five. There's one special soul. So I need one more special soul and three more to get to five. It's not fucking wasted on dot one. Fuck you. I'm just going to say it's a requirement to unlock level five that using it knocks off. It's the same thing. It just doesn't mean you have to like build an extremely fucking contrived like order of killing bad guys to make sure you don't use the wrong souls. Like this is a bad MMO. Nah, nah. It's just an unlock thing. No, yeah, yeah, no. I, I would definitely agree that you're not going to accidentally use uh, the, the the rank five material when you only needed rank one. And if you use the rank five, it counts as using the rank five for later on, whatever. Mm-hmm. whatever yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. Either way, Rigel still has uh, his old go to of uh, being able to, through singing, uh, <laughs> awaken people. Or, you know, lectures. However else you want to do it, yeah. yeah. Lectures. So I I feel like that Rigel is probably giving a lecture to some of the unawakened uh, mortals that are on doorstep to, like, kind of keep everything running. Roll that charm that lets you do that thing. Let's see how many more mortals you get uh, awakened in this process. Okay, you'll... 
No, so like, oh, charismatic expression, but of course I substitute my other stats for that. So make it my int and academics, still difficulty nine. That nets me six successes. Out of, let's say, the 20 people that are there, uh, six of them awaken. Uh, oh, so like, obvious. I rolled that, and that's uh, low difficulty for the one listener to roll their willpower. Against difficulty nine minus my successes, so minimal three. He is five successes on the willpower roll to awaken, and so on. So on. it's complicated. But yeah. Yeah, let's like say at the table thing. You gotta let, do let, let's, let's, say, let's, let's say that it takes enough time that uh, over the last couple of weeks you've been there, you have been progressively awakening uh, the, uh, the the unawakened people of Doystep. Uh, in doing so, um, in just kind of like being there and just kind of giving these lectures and like all of the higher ups of the Order of Hermes have been noticing that that you're that you have this ability, this uh, this ability to talk and impart the knowledge of reality bending into people. They have been giving you more and more work to do. I don't want to say work to do, but they've been asking you to to give lectures, to try and bolster their ranks, to try and help win the Ascension War. I know that you have, especially with uh, us working in the process of weeks as opposed to hours, um, I know that you have the essence to spend on rolling an alertness roll and i know how well that goes for you yeah i will let you know that uh over the course of a few weeks uh teddy uh the virtual adept from london has been in joystep has been helping hook up uh networks and uh basically keeping joystep more close to the modern era there's a noticeable lag. Like if you were to try and get on a computer here and I don't know, like play an MMO, there would be way too much lag to actually do that. But you are now at the point with Doystep with being connected to uh, like online, essentially that you can get relative, uh, like news articles. Uh, it, it, it's very much like a very slow internet connection, but it's workable. I mean, I probably could make a gadget to connect the internet, but the problem is I'd have to upkeep it because you can't leave those things alone. Well, whatever. It, he's basically here set... Uh, because remember, last time when you guys were here, it was like, oh, you know, we don't have a whole lot of computers connected, and now you have a virtual adept here who's making sure that everything is connected, everything is hooked up and ready to go, and keeping the Order of Hermes a little bit more in the loop than they ever have been. Guys, we faster owls. So many faster owls. I mean, IP over, you know, avian carrier is a thing. <laughs> Where, you know, you put the little micro SD cards on pitches and send them around. Sneaker net. Yeah. So, uh, over the course of a couple weeks, you have helped to awaken a couple more people. Is there anything else that uh, 
Rigel does while that he's here. Because uh, you you do kind of have a little bit more downtime than everybody else. Well, I probably can spend some of his time going, okay, here the fairies dead languages nobody can figure out. I figured them out in the afternoon. Now I have to figure out how to backport it to explain how I figured this out uh, so that people don't know that I can actually read them something, something. So that's, you know, puzzling him for a while. Okay. He takes a little bit to go through any of that. Um, at, uh, is there anyone that you want to specifically talk to before I kind of skip to the end of your downtime? Is there anything that you specifically want to do? I don't think I have anyone particularly that I want to be chatting with. Okay. So at some point, um, probably, mm, let's say probably closer to like a month and a half, maybe almost two months since that you saw end of sadness is hell. And kind of that, uh, that bad experience is kind of finally leaving your nightmares or your dreams or what have you da- down at one of the, uh, one of the relaxation areas, you find yourself just kind of hanging out and uh, Teddy, the virtual adept, comes down to uh, to see you. Uh, he grabs like a he grabs a drink like a has like a whiskey glass and just kind of like sips it. Um, he is here. Physically, um, he it's not a construct looking at you. It's not hard light projections. It is a skinny waif of a guy who looks like he can barely hold up a 50-foot Ethernet cord. Um, He is walking along on uh, crutches, and he sits down next to you, and he holds up a, uh, a whiskey glass, and he looks at you and goes, Rigel. Nice to see you here. Oh, nice to see you in person as well. Yes, well... <clears throat> I had to make sure that all the wiring was done correctly. When I see you've been doing a lot of work here. A lot of good work for the Ascension War. Yep. Excellent. <clears throat> I, I apologize. I'm not used to having conversations in person. <clears throat> Uh, when he talks, he kind of has this, uh, the best way I can put it is there's a wheeze to him. Like he's constantly like sucking in air through like a tube that's just too small. I'm not going to wheeze into the mic for you all. Uh, I, I don't feel like that we need to go with that much Foley work. So, Rigel, are you planning to uh, go back to Earth and finish your work there? I mean, with so many new hermetic mages around, I think we need to go back to London and establish ourselves once again. There's been a vacuum in our midst there, so yes. Excellent. I would appreciate it if, uh, when you do go back, if you could maybe any of the technological people that you've awakened maybe steer them towards my faction uh, I mean, it yeah. would be helpful to have people who can 
have different points of view, you know? I mean, yeah, anyone that's again that you know doesn't fit our paradigm, of course, you know, we'll bring them forward to the whole congregation we have in London. You know, this is an exclusive you know, Order of Hermes thing. We're all in this together. <laughs> You're right. We are all in this together. It just hearing you say paradigm gave me a gave me such chuckle. You know. Yeah. When I awakened, it was during the message board days. Mm-hmm. And my mentor at the time, he told me about what a paradigm was. But you know, back in those days, you didn't have Google Translate or Google Pronunciation. So. Do you want to take guesses to what I thought that he told me that I was doing? What, how thoughts were, what a paradigm was, is what I'm getting at. Do you want to know how I pronounce that? Are the GMs? Wow. I had no idea that you were going to get it in one. That's amazing. (laughs) Figured, you know, you're more of a person that knows RPGs. It was... It was a funny little moment when that we met in person. <sighs> well, I assume... Well, I'm going to finish my drink here and then finish up the rest of the networking. You should probably get going at some point. <sighs> Just a few more feet to finish and then it's all done. Well, Just keep you, a I guess. few more feet. <laughs> And then the other step gets invaded. Well, what do you do from there? After that, he has uh, excused himself from drinking with you and just kind of hobbles off on his uh, crutches to finish uh, doing the wiring for Doystep. Uh, I guess, you know, Rachel would have kind of... Well, remember that Teddy was working with Mifras, yeah. And like, hmm, that might be... Something weird because probably Leia has updated him by now, so maybe he'd mm-hmm. you know go to his parents and you know, go like, Hey, did they want to check up on Tobias' work? Make sure that we're not exposing yourself here with a back door or something. Your parents uh look to you and nod and they go, Yes, Rigel, we, tr- we trust your judgment. If you think that maybe he's <sighs> compromised. We can totally deal with that. No, well, I'll um, definitely double check everything here to make sure that, you know, we didn't just open that back door. We will, uh, we'll call in one of our contacts from, uh, fr- from the colonies, uh, who's a virtual adept to double check, uh, his work. Now, uh, we, we absolutely love the work that you've done with uh, raising some of the uh, some some of the sleepwalkers within within our ranks up to uh, truly awakened. Um, if you don't mind, um, we're going to send them through the door back to the Star Manor. Obviously, if you're not okay with that, we can uh, hold off on that. But we wanted to give them some on-the-ground experience. Uh, would you be okay with uh, overlooking that? If it's not, if you don't get too busy. I mean, yeah, I can definitely 
give the tour of the London area, introduce them to the rest of the congregation we have there, and yeah, take it from there, I guess. Seems that you know we'll be having a new chapter in the London Order of Hermes, it seems. Fantastic. We can't wait to hear of all of your progress. Obviously, just, you know, swing by the door whenever you can. Um, and they just kind of stop for a moment. And they look to you. Yes. And then they look back. And then your mother, basically, like your dad, like runs by you. Opens up a door. And then your mom pushes you through. Okay. Basically, what what is happening is um, they got a weird feeling going on and they are pushing you back to Earth. If you want to give me a perception and awareness role, I can give you some more information on that, but they are basically doing this in a matter of like almost 10 seconds. Sure thing. Uh, okay, let's pop everything, and that's twelve. Success at difficulty six, unless you want. Yeah, to difficulty six. Sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, I guess I'll probably like do my. I was that essentially uh, detective charm work in cases seen in the uh, of seconds. Okay. Can you also give me an intelligence and a cult role? Uh, I'll let you use the same charm if you want for that as well. Um, since you can case a scene in a matter of seconds. That's 11 successes. Okay. So, here's a bunch of behind-the-scenes information that you're about to get. You can feel, through your knowledge of how ley lines work and how the umber works... Um, they feel it first. That's why the they are mages. They're attuned to it. it, it they are archmages. Yeah. They, they know this stuff. It is second nature to them. That's why they get it just a second or two before you. Something is happening with the ley lines between Earth and Doistep, the realm of forces, that is going to cut off transportation between both and they realize what is going to happen they have a moment and they go shit we have to get our son out of here it doesn't matter what kind of backlash backfiring is about to happen this is our number one priority and that's why in like almost as if they're moving in concert with each other as if that they had discussed this plan and practiced it for hours at a time. The door is opened to the Star Manor and you are pushed through. Eddie. You, as you are pushed through, you can feel through the cords of the digital web that you had sensed that there was a sudden pulse of something that spread out through Doisetep and cut it off magically. As you fall down, assumedly, maybe you stumble through, maybe you fall down on your butt, but as you stumble through the door in the Star Manor, 
If you get up and try to open up the door again, it is whatever is naturally behind that door. Until whatever is going on is solved. Contact with Doistep is down. Oh, I've been the long way around. When's the newest Earth, Earth Mars window? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Not oh, for shit. a couple of months. The stars, uh, Aurora and Polaris, had just pulled, had just pushed Rigel through the uh, the space door from Mars into London. Uh, so Rigel has been pushed away from Wind Seven, and is you know, feeling uh, whatever. He's feeling the pain that nobody else around here could be feeling. Right. Oh, so many of sadness. Have, right. <laughs> so many of us have gotten kicked out of our own personal paradises. Oh, oh. <laughs> Rowan. Oh no! How did you said end of sadness wander into theirs wearing no fucking pants? <laughs> I'm hey, you know what? I'm really glad that as the last person on the on this episode to get their downtime thing to happen, they have picked up what I've been putting down. So, um, how does end of sadness uh, get Rigel in appear in Rigel's scene here? I mean, you could just be there when he's being thrust back into the manor. Like, oh, someone has been living here. If oh. you're in the manor, then Miss Honey is there. And she's now a Fomori. Miss Honey, the Fomori. Uh, the she looks a lot like a cyborg from Revengeance, because I recently played Revengeance. Ah, so does she have like the the, the jaw and kind of like oh, some okay. of the plastic stuff? Or, look, okay, okay. Look, look, take every cyborg from Metal Gear Revengeance and make like a baseline, and that's what she looks like. Okay, uh, she is dressed up in her regular. Uh, she was oh. a teacher, if I recall. Yeah, now she wears a poncho like every other. Now she wears a poncho like every other uh, Fomori from. Uh, <laughs> that 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 is in End of Sadness. Is, that is in the Cult of Typhon. There we go. And uh, she is there with all of her weird grafted like bits. Uh, m- her arms and legs are uh, have like metal and plastic on them, and like the angles on her face are like kind of covered in like a chrome like substance. And she kind of looks to you and goes. Hello there, Rigel Star. It's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Why, I think we've met before. Oh, of course. My apologies. I am. You've uh, met her so many times. I am uh, a person who works with your friend, the End of Sadness, the leader of the Cult of Typhon. Yes, I know who they are. Uh, they have requested your presence within the Gamma Cave. Uh, would you please accompany me? We're in the Gamma Cave. She, uh, she looks to you, nods, and, like, kind of takes you as quickly as she can to the Gamma Cave. So the, uh, the, the, uh, the nature of this place has changed since you've been here last, because I bought Baron Wasteland Infliction. Okay. Oh, have you started putting oh, that on there? That. We're long past that. Oh no! So I used to describe this it, it as like you go do a trip through the sewers, you get to the nice area, and then you eventually get to the gamma cave. Right? Yeah. We're not quite there anymore. So once you get past the sewers and start going into where the gamma cave and the underground should have been, it becomes like 
a bramble of thorns of machinery and industrial like rods and like engines and stuff that you have to navigate through like a dense forest. And the Gamma Cave isn't like a sealed off part anymore. Now it's this large bowl cut into the land that looks kind of like a, you know, when you eat an apple and you leave the apple core behind, but there's like some like other parts of the base in the top that looks kind of like a, a I don't know what the shape is. It's almost like a, a, do- a donut prism. Like okay. a dome? You know, like you eat the middle of an apple core and it makes that shape. It's like it's like a prism shape. It's like a it's like an actual polygon. I don't know the name of it. It's what nuclear reactors on the inside look like. Oh, okay. Yeah, a tokamak. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm sure there's pictures for that. Anyway, at the center of it's a throne, and there's the viator, because this place is null space because I've barren wasteland in fiction. I've made enough sacrifices to convert this place already. Um, I, I, I actually I have a question for you, uh, end of sadness. Uh, yeah. I knew that I'd message you personally about this, but, uh, does that mean that you have done the thing that, uh, upgrades the dragon's nest rating? Yeah. Yeah, I have. Okay. Um, I know that Raijo is going to spend essence on this if I ask him to make a roll. So I'm going to just let you know that, uh, from, um, like your knowledge as a as a mage, uh, as being brought up from that, when that you step into here, this place has an whelming entropic resonance to it. It's also infested with uh, banes, quote unquote, wicked spirit. Oh boy! If you were a uh, if you were a proper mage uh, who didn't have uh, good training, uh, you might mistake this place for a call. Or you might mistake this place uh, as a werewolf for being a place that is heavily worm-tainted. <laughs> ah, so an Elysium meeting. I get it. So what? So like an Elysium meeting. I get it. Yeah. Hi. I heard you wanted to see me. Hello, Rigel. Oh, no. Hello, Celestial Sensor. I am pleased that you were able to make me. You were able to make time to grant an audience with me. Yeah, my evening opened up. Excellent. So many poten- So much potential for new beginnings. Celestial Sensor, I have a question for you, and it's the only question that really matters. Do you want to win the Ascension War? I mean, who wouldn't? Yes. Let's say yes. Good. That's a good response. Join me, Rigel. Join me, and together, we'll win the Ascension War. We'll kill everyone who stands in our way. And we will make this place our own reality. We will put an end to sadness. And then we will go to heaven, and with much sacrifice, breach its gates... And we will find answers to the question of who's to blame. And then we will travel to every hell across every dimension, scoop up every living mortal soul, and bring them to peace. And then, Rigel, finally, the blood will be washed from our hand. But first, I have a request from you. What is it? I want you to help me kill Mithras, the King of London, so I can take this place as my domain. And free my people. I think we can work something out. But I also need a favor from you. I need 
a soul. A soul on our part, on our level. You need something that's cleaner than this fallen world. Yes. Do you know the implications of being granted of one such as our soul? The conditions? Why don't you enlighten No, I, I'm assuming that your character knows that if you give up your soul, it's a puppeteer thing. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the thing, right? Yeah. Good. I wanted to make sure we both understood this. Yes, Rigel, I accept your terms. Because I know you. You're not like Rowan. And you're not like Layla. You're like me. Not the conduit and the Viator will knock on their chest, sleeping in their own little paradise. You're like me. Someone who knows what it's like to be right when the rest of the world is wrong. Thank you for taking the time to enjoy our show. If you liked what you heard, why not leave a review or tell a friend about us? It helps get the good word out about the work that we put in. If you had any questions, you could send them to us on Twitter at A Pair of Dice Lost or email us at A Pair of Dice Lost at gmail.com. The theme song for this game is Rulers of Our Lands by Raphael Crux, used under a Creative Commons license. Other music in this episode was done by Kevin McLeod and Alexander Nakarada. I'll put the full list in the show notes. And for making it this far, go ahead and regain a mode of essence. Uh, for recap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to do the recap episode now. Oh, no. I wasn't prepared to read all of Peter's notes. Uh -oh. do, 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 do you not like soccer? Go on. He's an imposter. He's oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Shit. I'm so sorry. Wow, D this guy's British. <laughs> I love that note. Sorry, this guy's British. Do you have a foot fetish? <laughs> uh, the difference between America and England. <laughs> do, do, do you not like football? No, I, don't know. I, I want you to think of what this social situation looks at. You guys are at a bar hanging out with the two of you. There's not a third person there to keep the hangout going. So he's like, hey, I'm going to grab a smoke. And you're like, okay. And then you turn, not looking at him, and stare at a blank wall as he gets up to go out and smoke. And he's like, I. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Is that how you're not supposed to handle that situation? I don't, hey, I don't know. I don't hang out with adults who smoke. I don't have to tell you. If people say they go smoke. You're like, okay, yeah, go have fun. Then All right, see you later, yeah. asshole. I guess I'll watch your shit. You know, Brexit. <laughs> it, you know, Isn't that where you are already? Sorry, I'm talking to the air. <laughs> okay. Do you want me to take this character to the spirit world? Do you want me to investigate the ponchos? <laughs> what about um, products am I supposed to be picking up here? There, 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 there's a few things. Uh, I feel like describing uh, Brexit, you know, describing Brexit as an empty, pointless white place is not wrong. Now that I think about it, <laughs> exactly. End of sadness. I don't feel so good. <laughs> well, you're drinking four loco, buddy, and you're like ten. Don't do that. Don't. <laughs> oh, okay. My liver can't handle this yet. Well, yeah, bud, you're drunk. <laughs> you can grow into it. You know, you got to train him from a young age. Uh, anyway, so before I get off topic there.
Honestly, mm. it was more because I defeated Big Wizard. <laughs> <laughs> I am now biggest. It's wizard. like the best line in this game. I love it. Well, I defeated <laughs> Big Wizard, and now the wizards are our friends. It's like yeah, that's a Metal Gear plot. Yeah, I would put that on the back of the box for this fucking <laughs> yeah defeat Big yeah. Wizard. Thanks, Big Boss. <laughs> Carry on. Okay. <laughs> Is there anything else you would like to do, Rowan? I think it was time to pass the spotlight over. We ruined okay. not just Rowan's life, but everyone's life with our time travel. We fucking rock. <laughs> <laughs> we are amazing at how much we suck. <laughs> uh, if you guys could give me uh, two minutes, my dog is requiring uh, some attention. Okay. Um, yeah, we're about an hour. We're almost an hour into the recording anyway. Okay, yeah, sounds good. I will be All back right. once it, uh, this New issue recording. is taken care of. Okay, pausing. I was saying, I was saying, damn it, because I saw, because I saw in the sadness being like, "Be right back" in the chat. I was like, "Of all the times, bud." Yeah, my pizza delivery guy called. Okay, I don't know why these people can't dial the goddamn buzz code. <laughs> um. So, uh, Millie's like, uh, not Millie. Shit. Uh, correspondence. Correspondence, and also he does know a lot of mages. <laughs> no. Listen. No. Good to know. Listen. Last last like three or four episodes, if we're gonna start activating PvP, now's the time. Okay, let's not go with she has a gash. Let's 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 try any other pronunciation. Um, a gash? A gash. Gius? Gius? Code Gius. Code Gius leads to rebellion. It, it it come on, you you have to know how to pronounce Gius. There was like an anime that had an. I, I could have sworn that it was like Gash is how that the uh, the the Gaelic term that it is was pronounced. I don't. Be, uh, yes. I mean, I watched it. I watched it fucking subtitled. So, but they said <laughs> the word well, according to so according to what my understanding it's Gaiasu, and I'm pretty sure that's fucking wrong. We'll just take that part <laughs> so. of the translation off of it. Okay, well, so she has. Gish, <laughs> sure. She she has a a Gaius. Uh, Someone out there actually level. knows the answer, and they're screaming while listening to this. And fuck you. So um, go on. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't t- don't tell them. Don't tell them. Fuck you. Tell them to let us know what it is in the comments. Oh fuck that. No oh, suffer. It's um, <laughs> my sole duty with this podcast to make sure that that oh. guy, for whatever topic it is, has a brain tumor listening to this on the ride to work. <laughs> You you went through the trouble to learn forbidden nerd knowledge. Suffer because of it. All right. It's okay, I'm Gish. I refuse. Okay. Okay. So. <laughs> well, anyway, so she has the max. Where would this demon? Or no, sorry, I didn't mean to say demon. I don't know that. So Mithras is all. Or do I know Mithras is his master? Do I know that? Y- yes. Okay. Thank fucking Christ. I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna slip up because I'm not good at this. <laughs> The symbol of Typhon is the uh, the word is mercy. Oh, (laughs) sorry. Okay, I've got it. Uh, Except except for the police cyborgs. I don't I don't know what that is. I don't it's it's the entire it's it's the entire material. No, no, it's the entire like Denver area of Revengeance that everyone always forgets about. You're telling Uh, me that Denver exists in Metal Gear? Yeah, it it's part or it's part of the before you go to fight Sundowner. 
Alzheimer's? Is that, is that Sundowner? That's Alzheimer's, isn't it? No, it's the dude who it's the dude who Let's yells, "I'm fucking it. invincible." Let's move past it. I'm not going to move past Homelander. it. It's definitely Homelander. Homelander. Okay. Holden has excellent Metal Gear lore knowledge. I literally just played the game like two days ago. <laughs> anyway, no, she's not dressed up in a pig fur suit. Okay, I, I appreciate this. 